Welcome to the Henrik Telfer Podcast with Ryan, Jax, Julian, Abby, Ella, and Cole. Today, our guest is Brad Deal, a dedicated sports photographer and enthusiast known for giving his all in every shot, always delivering 110%. As a seasoned professional who travels nationwide teaching photography and has collaborated with industry giants like Netflix and ESPN, Mr. Deal's dynamic style and passion for pleasing sports moments in time and made him a sought-after figure in the world of sports photography. Follow along as we find out the ins and outs of sports photography and how Mr. Deal makes a contribution to his community. Welcome, Mr. Deal. Thank you for joining us on Zoom today, all the way from Virginia. Well, thank you all for having me. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in sports photography? Of course. Well, I'm actually working full-time in the natural gas industry, and this is something that I do on the side, and it just kind of exploded into something that wasn't anticipated. I was always kind of, as, as from Gerald's age, I was always into the RC cars and planes and boats and all those types of things. And from that, I led my passion to the drones, and drones came out. I started doing drone photography and would take pictures of my landscapes and things, and people seemed to really like that. So I sold calendars of those landscape images, and I made enough money from that to buy a camera. And my cousin's daughter played softball. So I went to photograph her playing softball, and I started cutting her out and put her on like the backgrounds for the banners and the posters and things, and that kind of led from her to like, the entire girls' softball team. The boys' team wanted it, and it just kind of grew from there. I had a, a lady reach out wanting to just have like a one-on-one session with her son, who's a track star, and I did a, we also did football with him as well, and those images kind of went for me, that time, kind of viral, and it just kind of snowballed from there. It was one parent, then another, and another, and I just wanted to kind of do something different than everybody else was doing. Whenever I grew up, you just stood there kind of with the bat on your shoulder, and you smiled, and you got your picture. Well, I kind of want to let everybody have a little bit more fun, try to show, show their athleticism and creativity, and, and I've tried to present that to everyone, and it's been a success. I've been very fortunate. Yeah. What was your first camera? My first camera was the Sony A7 III. It was the first mirrorless camera that I ever owned. Actually, the first camera that I ever owned. And uh, I was just watching, there's a guy called Frodo's Photo. He's very popular on YouTube. And he talked about that camera. And I thought for that price and that particular type of camera that I gave it a try on his recommendation, and I kind of fell in love with Sony at that point. Why sports? What drew you to specialize in sports, photography specifically? Well, I played sports growing up. You know, I, was, I played football, I did baseball, basketball, and track. And I love sports, you know, watching it on TV, you know, playing it. And uh, my passion was always, in the beginning, was just landscapes. I was never one to do pictures of, of individuals. I didn't want to disappoint anyone. I, just, I was always afraid to mess something up. If I screw up a landscape, I don't have to worry about that landscape getting mad at me. So that's kind of the reason I stayed away from sports, but it just became so popular and became so highly requested that it kind of was, I guess, my niche that I found. And I've been just been doing that ever since, just focusing solely on sports. Could you share some key milestones in your career as a sports photographer? Of course. Well, the first big one was uh, 
my very first post on TikTok because I had a lot of people ask me if I was on TikTok and I said, no, I'm not. So I've decided to take one of my more popular Instagram posts and post it to TikTok. And when I did that very first post on TikTok, it's 7 million views. And that's when ESPN contacted me, one of they could share it and all these other different major industry people. So when that happened, that was kind of the start of something big. So I kind of hold on to that first post on TikTok. How has your approach to sports photography evolved over the years? Take us back to when you first started. Well, like I said, my very first shoot was at just like of athletes playing the game. You know, we just kind of, I would go to like the local high school games and I would take pictures of, uh, you know, football players or basketball or whatever sport was going on. I would take those images and I would always just post those images for the kids online. They could have them, they could do whatever they want. I was still trying to learn photography and sports photography in general. So I wasn't doing anything with flash or flash photography. So I, I tried to just buy flash and learn from YouTube. Just that anything you guys want to learn will be on YouTube. It's the best college that there is out there. It's free. So keep that in mind. So I bought, like I said, I bought a flash, and I tried to learn how to do flash photography. And like I said, I wanted to do something different than everybody else was doing. Like you see a Nike or Under Armour ad, you know, whether they had those athletes presented. Like that's kind of what I wanted to give. I wanted to bring that level from the these pros athletes get. I wanted to bring that to high school kids or kids of your age, for that matter. Yeah. What are some of the most challenging aspects of capturing sports moments, and how do you overcome them? Okay, well, some of the things that you run into is not everybody is comfortable being in front of the camera. Like, there's a reason I'm on this side of the camera and not on the other side, right? Is I'm not extremely comfortable having my picture taken. So I'd rather take pictures than have it taken of me. So you want to be able to let that person feel comfortable and and really express your personality, and you want them to have a great experience. So, pictures are moments in time. If your parents look at a picture of you when you were born, when they look at that picture, every single time they look at that picture, they're going to have a happy memory. They're going to go back to when that happened, and they're going to have an emotion. That. So, even though you're with somebody who may not be comfortable in front of the camera, you want them to have a memorable moment, Something that whenever they see that picture 20 years from now, that was a great time. You want them to have fun. You want them to look at that and just have a great memory. So I think one of the things, you know, obviously there's other challenges with weather and lighting and all of that. But the biggest thing is just getting that rapport with the athlete and making them feel comfortable and letting them know that, hey, you are there to present them in the best light possible and show them exactly what they don't think this possible is possible how they can look. You want to be sure and put your best foot forward and always mm-hmm. give them a smile and like a happy memory. Can you share a particularly rewarding experience or achievement in your career? Yeah, well, the biggest one to date was, was Netflix contact. I just got an email from it and said it was from Netflix. And so I contacted a good buddy of mine and I said, Do you think this is legit? And he said, well, look at the person up on LinkedIn. So I did, and you know, they worked for Netflix. And it was for me to come out to L.A. to the premiere of the TV series Quarterback, which featured Patrick Mahomes, uh, Travis Kelsey was there, Pat McAfee, 
Kirk Cousins, Marcus Mariota, a lot of these athletes. And so getting to do that, and I brought my kids out there as well, and they had me walk. They used a green carpet instead of a red carpet uh, because it was football. They had it kind of lined like a football field. They had me walk the green carpet the same as everyone else, and they all took my picture. And they had me a place right in the front row to take the pictures of those athletes. And you get to go to the premiere with those people of this, this TV series and that quarterback. So that was probably one of the, today, the biggest thing I've ever accomplished. Do you have a favorite sport to photograph? If so, what makes it stand out for you? Well, one of the sports, I love them all, but the one I think where you have the most variety of things that you can do is like a softball or baseball. Because you've got pictures of people in the dugout, you've got batting, you've got fielding, you've got sliding in the dirt. You've got pitching, diving catches. There's so many different things you can do with baseball that if you've got a catcher with all his equipment or her equipment, it's a lot of fun to photograph. Yeah. Are there any specific athletes or teams you enjoy capturing on camera? Anyone famous or has become famous? Well, I had to discuss Patrick Mahomes. I don't know how much more famous you can get than him. So that was that was pretty cool. But yeah, I, I, I enjoy everything. There's a lot of things that I have done repeatedly and things that I would like to attempt. I've never got to photograph hockey, for instance. That's one I would love to, to try. I enjoy it all because every time you go, you meet someone new. If you want to, they're a little bit different than the last person. You know, we, we're all different, but we all want to uh, put our best foot forward and, and capture that moment. Yeah. What camera gear and equipment do you find essential for sports photography? Well, for me personally, I use a mirrorless camera. I currently use the Sony A7R5. It's uh, a camera with a flip screen. I can take this screen and flip it any way I want. I think it's actually right up here. I have two of them. So that's definitely the most important thing. And then second would be my flashes. Because with flash, you can really create that drama. You can kind of over, what they call overpower the sun. You can make everything kind of dark, and then you put the flash on your subject. So flash, which I use the Westcott FJ400s, and those are the two most essential things that I personally have. How do you approach capturing fast-paced action and ensuring sharp, dynamic shots? Well, with today's technology, with these cameras, they're, the focusing on them is amazing. So you can... Push a button, and it'll find the eye of that person, and it'll track them. If they run, no matter what they're, they're doing, it will follow them. You just got to move the camera. So technology has made all of that so much easier than in the past. So that's the big key. Can you share some memorable or unique experience from your time as a sports photographer? Well, photography has taken me out all over the place. I've gotten to go, like I said, to L.A., I've gotten to go to Florida, I do teach workshops. I've actually been teaching a workshop next month in Florida. I've gotten to go to Las Vegas and photograph the uh, flag football teams out there. I've gotten to go to New York for Sony cameras. They, they flew me up there. So I've really gotten a lot of amazing experiences uh, through photography. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a wild ride, and I'm, I'm really appreciative of it. What advice would you give to someone aspiring to become a sports photographer? Well, I'll tell you guys. First of all, you got to love what you do, right? So if you don't love it, you're not going to, your heart's not going to be in it. So if you love sports photography, all right, my advice would be 
to A, you need to learn camera, okay? So it doesn't have to be sports, it doesn't have to be anything. You just need to learn that, that camera, okay? Like I said, YouTube, anything you want to learn, it's right there and it's free. So watch YouTube. That's the second thing. <laughs> if you can find, just go to your local game. You know, if you've got friends that play ball, just go photograph them, okay? You know, that's that's a good way. That's how I learned. I just would go to the games and take pictures. And once you can do that, you can kind of share those with your friends and stuff. And a lot of times the parents or whoever, they'll take those images and they want to buy one or they may want to share with their friends. And they all kind of just spiral like a pyramid. You know, you start small and as you keep going and growing, it'll just get bigger and bigger and bigger. So put your heart in it. And no matter what you think, you can accomplish it. How do you balance the technical aspects of photography with your creative vision? Well, thankfully, these cameras are so technical that at this point in time, you're really only limited by your creativity, okay? Because these cameras and with flash and stuff, you can accomplish just about anything in the world as far as taking a great photo. So at that point, it's not really about the technical aspect of it. So much of it is it's your creativity. What can you do? What can you create? You know, if we take some flour and throw it in the air or some dirt or, or light a ball on fire, you know, there's all these different things you can do. It's just how creative that you can be. Are there certain techniques or styles you enjoy incorporating your work into? Let's see. That's a good question. Whenever I tried to do this to begin with, like I said, I tried to look at my kid under armor, those types or those styles of images, and try to recreate that. And I think as time goes on, you end up finding your own style, your own creativity. You know, it's like, no matter what you do or whatever, you end up finding yourself, okay? So it ends up becoming your own. And a lot of the people you probably can look at online, if they see an image, they'll probably say, oh, that's a Brad Deal image, or that's a Jason Sterling, for instance, in image. People can spot those images. So you'll end up creating your own style technique. You've talked a lot about the flash on your camera. Can you explain that to us? Of course, yes. All right. So these cameras have a transmitter. I wish I had a transmitter here, but I don't. But this is a, a remote transmitter, and they talk wirelessly, okay? It's just kind of like, you know, a Bluetooth, for instance. So what that flash does is it puts out a really strong, powerful burst of light for a very short period of time. So if you make things dark in the image with your camera settings, you take a picture and it's almost dark, that flash will add light to that image and light up that subject. So even though you can be in that room right there, I can make it completely dark. It would look like the lights are completely off. So once you remove all those lights and you add that flash back in there, then it lights up just your subject. So light is, to me, photography is light. Without light, you have no picture. So whatever light you can create with that flash, because you have different types of modifiers that you can do, you can do little strip boxes, you can do big soft boxes, there's all these different things that you can do with lights. I hope that kind of explains it. I know it's not very technical, but yeah, they do talk wireless, and you can use a bunch of them. You can use, I don't know, how many How has technologies such as advancements in camera equipment or editing software influenced your approach to sports photography? Well, I said the technical part with cameras, 
are already there. They're kind of not limited by that. And as software improves the editing techniques and styles and be able to select your subject or your background only or a particular object, and now with AI coming in, where it can help create whatever you want by just drawing a circle and typing in what you want it to put, I think photography is going to change a lot from now. Whenever you all are my age, I cannot even imagine what it's going to be. If you were given the opportunity to photograph any college or professional sports player besides Patrick Mahomes, who would you choose and why? Well, at this point in time, I think you'd probably have to choose like a LeBron or someone like that, right? I mean, he's at the end of his career. We don't know how much longer he's going to play. What hasn't the guy accomplished? I don't know how much bigger you can get than him from a sports perspective. He and Tom Brady, those guys are they're few and far between, so... Those would be pretty amazing. Yeah. Have you faced any unique challenges or gained specific insights from connecting with the sports world? Well, like I said, you know, we, we talked about you know, one of the challenges being to get the connection with your subject, you know, with, with the athlete, you know, that being one of the unique challenges. Another one is, with me personally, is time, okay? But like I said, I work full-time in the natural gas industry. so. Being able to find enough time in order to do the photography stuff and the editing and the teaching of workshops, so that is a, a unique challenge in itself. I've, I've had the opportunity to photograph Virginia Tech women's team, and they've, they've uh, let me come to the football games and, and photograph the football team. So having a connection, and once you make those connections, the things that can, the doors that that can open for you always. Treat people the way you want to be treated. You know, be nice, be curious, kind, and polite, and they will most likely return that favor to you. I think being very personable and relatable and, and humble at the same time, all of those things together can really, really help you in life, not just photography. Yeah. We see you travel around the United States to hold workshops. Tell us a little about that and how can someone sign up? Any for kids? That's a great idea. That's an excellent idea. So, yes, being a, a good friend of mine, Jason Sterling of Rocktown Media, uh, I kind of reached out to him a couple years ago, and uh, his, his style was very similar to mine, which was becoming very popular. And I said, maybe we, you and I can team up and kind of teach some of this, our styles to a lot of photographers around the country. And we did that, and the way we do that is we contact the school, for instance, or we have another photographer who has uh, connections to a school, and we go to that school, and we invite 20 photographers, we only invite, actually, we sell tickets so they can come and learn, 20 photographers per day, 10 photographers go with him, 10 go with me, and then we trade throughout the day so that those photographers get to work with both of us, we teach them lighting, we teach them poses, we do a little smoke, we do some color, with some gels, uh, we did Q&A, we feed them lunch, and those athletes, we give those athletes and the school all those images that are taken that day for free. They can have them, they can do whatever they want with I've been very fortunate to go all around, all around the country, and I will be coming to Chicago this year. Oh, oh my gosh, you are? Yeah, I will be. Oh, hey, hey. oh my gosh. Now, the most important question that we look forward to, how do you get back to your community in the world around you? 
Well, like I said, one of the things that I did starting out was I would go to the games and I would take pictures of all the kids. I tried to be sure I got as many kids as I could, post those online and give those to the kids here locally. Another thing that I do is I will donate a photo shoot, a free photo shoot every year to an organization and they take that that organization will auction that off to, for a fundraiser for that particular school, whether it's baseball or football, basketball, whatever it is, they auction that off. I just recently did a uh, one of those shoots a couple weeks ago. So that's another one. And like I said, the third thing is when we host these workshops, we donate money to an athletic program so that the, the money that from the workshop and all the images that we take, we be sure and give those to those students and to all the athletes that participate and the school as well so that they are able to take those images and do whatever they want and because they came out for the day and posed with us, so we want to be sure that they do that. And speaking of that, I think Ms. Reynolds, is there a, a packet somewhere there? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank for coming in with us today, Mr. Deal. I think we are all ready to buy a camera now. Sorry, Mom and Dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you all for having me. This was a pleasure. And like you said, you know, if we can make that happen someday, I can come up there and maybe we'll teach you photography mm-hmm. class. We'll do that, okay? Got that, Ms. Reynolds? <laughs> Set it up. Any words that you want to leave with our listeners? I said, you know, the world is true fingertips, literally. Everything is right there, from the internet to YouTube, everything is there. So you guys go and be the leaders of tomorrow, show us what can be done, and go and have fun. You know, enjoy life, have a great personality, and uh, thank you all so much. And to all our listeners, life is full of beautiful moments. Remember them. Thanks for listening! Thank you all. Thank you.